<laughs> I'll never forget, like, the first time I realized that I just go off on tangents and people don't always listen to me is I was driving with my mom and I just went off on this huge shit about Jimmy Page's Les Paul and, like, it was stupid. It's like, I wonder what kind of strings he plays. I wonder if he has original things. Just stupid shit. And then, like, <laughs> halfway through, my mom was like, do you think truck drivers get tired? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's where you are. <laughs> Kevin's fresh. Yeah, Kevin's fresh. Right. Kevin's super fresh. <laughs> 100% fresh. 100%. He's so tight. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's so tight. 100% so tight. <laughs> so, so Kevin's our friend. Uh, he lived in New York for quite a while, and then he moved out to, or he moved back home to Santa Rosa a couple months ago. So we had to remote record him, which was our second good Remote recording. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. No, yeah, successful? you're right. Second successful <laughs> remote recording. Uh. And he's a, he's a very special guy to me as a human, but also, you know, he's really into just really good music. He is a musician himself. He's a writer. He loves classical music. He loves experimental music. He's really just open to anything, and it was really cool just talking to him and listening to him go from – thing to thing to thing what he expected to what he didn't realize to what he came from and it was really cool yeah so with that here's our conversation with kevin so tight so tight um are you guys eating pepperoni pizza not today we were we were just eating pepperoni though i was just eating pepperoni but there was no pizza maybe later because we're pepperoni eating bitches now you're badass pepperoni pizza eating bitches. That's <laughs> those are that's Hop's verbatim quote from episode one. Oh my god, I love it. Thanks. <laughs> Done. I just googled where Santa Rosa. Is. It's an hour north of San Francisco. In Wineland. Yes, a hundred percent. We make a shit ton of wine here. Yes. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I said we. Because <laughs> it's your people. I mean, you're like lumped in with that crew. Yeah, it's so all it 707. Is. Yeah, 707 crew. <laughs> <laughs> the secret society of millions. The hardcore thugs exactly, of Wine yeah. County. <laughs> on Wikipedia and known by the government. I hate that you're so far. <laughs> I know, me too. But I do man. love our weekly phone dates. That's true. I'm glad we have those now. Yeah, that's very true. Except like when talk- you were like on vacation and I got like freaked the fuck out that you like weren't okay or some shit. <laughs> I, know. I was so hops <laughs> about that. Yeah. Tell her about was, it in your words. I was, uh, so she went on a trip. Yeah. And she had told me for weeks that she was going on this trip. So I call her on Thursday night when the trip had already commenced and it went straight to voicemail. And I was like, okay, that's normal. I mean, not normal, but I mean, it's totally like whatever. Yeah. So then I called her on Friday and went straight to voicemail. Then on Saturday, it went straight to voicemail. And then I texted her. I was like, are you okay? And it went green. It's like a fucking text message. And I was like, holy shit. And I was like, do I need to reach out? Who do I know in New York that can like see if Lauren's okay? Then like later on that day, I was like, oh, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> is the, what's happened. Did you leave her a bunch of messages like, are you okay? Where are you? Are you <laughs> yeah, I was right? like, are, are you, you okay, Lauren? Are you okay, Lauren? Well, when I turned my phone back on, I had like... <laughs> 
I had all these. I literally turned. <laughs> I know this is good. I I turned my phone on and I shit you not. I had 174 missed texts. All about the Eagles. Most of them were about the. Out. Most of them were about the Eagles, and then I. So I was like, oh, I'll get to all these people later, and I got to Kevin's, and I was like. You were actually the first person I responded to because yours was like, are you okay? Where are you? What is going on? And then my favorite was the end. You were like, oh, right. You're away. Okay. (laughs) But I was like, (laughs) I responded to you. I think I responded to you before I responded to my mom because I was like, because I know you and I know you were actually like worried, worried. And like, what is going on? Is she okay? And I was like, all right, I'm going to respond to Kevin so he knows I'm alive. Even though he realizes the situation. I'm still gonna let him you know that I'm alive know. now. That and is then, appreciated. That was really funny. I also love yeah. when you call me and you leave songs on my answer machine. Oh yeah, that one like time I left my whole life long. story. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that ended with, and then he met a friend named Warren who doesn't answer her phone. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves um, limericks. <laughs> also, Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. He's a very time, talented yeah. guy. Thanks. I, I, I'm good at phone limericks. <laughs> no, you're good at other stuff. <laughs> You're good at I'm writing good at songs. I've heard I'm a lot of your. Wink. I've heard a lot of your work. Oh, thank you. I get previews of uh, you do get Kevin's previews. stuff. Ooh. I do. He's working on stuff, and he'll send it to me, and I'll tell him it sucks. Normally, wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, he's I very. You're a very, I very send... talented songwriter. Thank you. Whether you want to admit it or not. Uh, I think a lot of people are a lot better than me, but thank you very much. It's all opinion. Yeah, I usually send them to Lauren or to LT, and she goes, uh, "This sucks, and your parents should be ashamed of you." Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds like what I would say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm not supportive whatsoever of anything. <laughs> not you at do, all. Ever. No. Ever. Ever. <laughs> never I've never supported. gone to one of your shows. Uh. Uh-uh, no. No. <laughs> I just write it off immediately. I'm like, no, this is yep. gonna be terrible. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. But we should talk about the da- the time that I had the fucking flu and I went to your show and then the guy was throwing around a garbage bag full of trash. Do you remember oh, that? Oh my god! And that then he fell fun. on the amps. That was so good. What? And then he fell on the amps. It was it was and such a, in a weird gar- a, a garbage bag. Where was that show? Um, that was at oh shit. What's it was that this like really bizarre? It was above a convenience store in in the city or in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, it was at the place we saw Moving Mountains. It was like that. It was that type of place, but not that place because you literally, it was above a convenience store. You walked in the, you you buzzed and you walked up and then the whole room was mirrors. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was I like mirrors wall to wall, which was weird. I think it used to be like a shitty strip club. Yeah. It was very small. Ooh. And I don't remember. The gateway. You don't remember what it was called? The gateway. The, the gateway. gateway. Yeah. And so I met Cameron there. And that was the first time I heard your oh, yeah. Big Cheese play. Oh, Life. yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, they came on, and I guess this guy, they they were charging at the door, but they weren't actually taking money, which is weird. You were supposed yeah, to pay, was... but they were just letting people in, being like, you don't have it? Okay, come in anyway. It was really bizarre. And, and I think um, also, it was like $4 or something, and they didn't have change. So if you didn't have four, like, singles or some shit, yeah. they're like, oh, okay, whatever. 
I think that's well, what happened to me. Jerks for charging four dollars. Yeah, that's what like, happened. They charge you like a ten, and they're like, "Well, we don't have change. So you can just go in." It's like, yeah, okay. that's what happened to me. I only had a twenty, and they're like, "I was like, they're like, oh, we don't have change. You can just go." I'm like, all right, all right. So this guy came in, and I, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna assume he may have been off the street. That was a lady. That was a lady. A hundred percent. Yeah, after the With show, the I ran bag? into her. Yep. Really? Totally. I thought it was a guy. I didn't know it's, it's a, she's a lady. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right. So this lady comes in with a trash bag yeah. and we're all just standing around listening. And Big Cheese has kind of like a Nirvana-esque yeah. vibe. Yeah, like a grungy kind. Of, but also, yeah. I think we have to note that it was a full trash bag. <laughs> it was like. Right. So like she comes she, in, not just like an empty trash, yeah. it, was, it was full. We don't know if it was garbage in it or maybe clothes, maybe everything she owned. It's like a big one? It was like a big black one. Yeah. Like a like big a contractor like, bag? Like a trash bag. Yeah, like a big black trash bag. And she just, she, he, whatever, she comes in and just starts wailing it around and dancing yeah, like and like spinning, spinning in circles like and we were all just like what is happening yes and they were playing and it was kind of awesome and then she fell into the amps and that was probably not as awesome for you guys but it was a good show for everybody else can we talk to trash lady no, i hope so weirdest... if we can find her do you think that'll be the story she tells but then she so that whole so. thing happened yeah, and then right? she just left like yeah. yes. she like causes <laughs> she comes in causes all of this like fury and everybody's like what's happening like yeah. everybody's moving out of the way she's like flying her trash bag around and then she just disappears yeah we <laughs> were exactly like okay into the yeah. night <laughs> and you're like all right it's uh back to the show you ever talk kevin about that she was Every spinning time that shit like a helicopter it was like overhead like <laughs> yeah yeah it was like this and nobody can see <laughs> me but giant giant, full giant yeah. trash bag it was so weird <laughs> oh shit and I also had the flu, and I wasn't. I promised Kevin, I was like, I will come to your show. I will come to your show. Yeah. And I came, and I'm a happy because I finally got to see you guys play. But B, I would not have wanted to miss Trash Bag Lady. Yeah, man. Yeah. Also, like I've done a ton of dumb shit in my life. I'm sure I'm gonna do like eight dumb things today. Mm-hmm. But like, I really wonder what like compelled her, like in her brain, to be like, oh. I'm going to spin this trash bag around. I know. Like I know. a helicopter. Well, maybe it's like, I, I, well, it was your music. You moved her. <laughs> That's what it was. You, you moved her to that moment. She was just going with it. I was going to say the power of Christ compelled her. Or but. that. Yeah. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> and then LT's puking pea soup everywhere. Get the flu. <laughs> That's what I'll tell my grandkids someday. They'll be like, did you ever play music, Grandpa? I'm like, yeah, fuck bitch. But I had a trash lady that fucking spun. You don't even know. You don't know, kids. We used to be crazy back in the day. Back in my day, we used to throw trash around. You were telling me that every time I die show? Yeah. Did did I tell you about that show, Kevin? Speaking of trash. The every time I die show that I went to last year? No. No. So speaking of trash, apparently this is like a theme in my show going. Yeah, um, apparently so. There yeah. is, I mean, there's a song of theirs. It's called Fear and Trembling. And you know how some people like don't actually look at the lyrics and it sounds like something else and you just go through your life thinking it says something it's not. Like, I thought yeah, totally. that the song um, All I Need is a Miracle said All I Need is America for a really long time. Yeah. Until somebody's like, you're an idiot. It's All I Need is a Miracle. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm still going to think it's All I Need is America just because that's what I always thought. So it was that type of... 
a situation where the guy thought that in this song he was saying um, and a trash can, but the lyrics are actually actually trespass. And it's a very serious, like kind of sad, (laughs) like deep song. And when they played it during the encore, this guy picked up a trash can from like the bar area (laughs) and just started like dumped out all the garbage and started throwing it at people. Like first he had it over his head and like everybody's like dancing and moshing and there's a pick going on. This guy's a trash can. He's like over his head and then he's throwing. He's like the musical, right? The musical of Williamsburg. Musical of Williamsburg. Yeah. And I was so me and this other guy are like somebody is actually gonna get hurt. So we took the trash can from him and we were like we're gonna. It was a big black one too like not a tiny little bin like it was a trash can like we a took business it from him trash and we can. put it aside and we were like <laughs> it's staying over here and then he came back and got it again and threw it at everybody again and we were just like all right there's no stopping this guy he's just all about this can and every time they say trespass he thinks they're saying trash can and fine so yeah it's a theme and looking back imagine? on it like it was kind of funny it's funny because this guy was just an idiot. But it's not funny at all. Like that is not even close to what he's talking about. No, in a trash can. Like, no. Being the dude singing and like you write this song like you're spilling your heart out. It's like it's amazing. Yeah, throwing our trash can around. Yes, yeah, and we were just like industrial uh, trash. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot. It was it was pretty. It was nuts. So that's not the first time I've seen garbage being thrown at a show. I guess. But at least it didn't land on me this time, because that time I did have garbage all over me for a minute. I was yeah. like, ugh. It's just a lot of napkins and cups everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. That's not so but bad. No. But yeah, so there's that's that. That's that. <laughs> I hope that this lady comes on your show and she talks about that being her favorite show. I hope so. <laughs> it was, it was a great somewhere. show, though. I would love for that Thanks. to happen. But she's like, yeah, man, this one time I fucking swung trash at a show. That is my tale from the pit. Yeah. <laughs> well, she felt it. She was in it. It was her jam. Yeah, she was. And I still feel I like it was not a woman, yeah. but I'll believe you. I thought it was a man. 100%. No, really? she came up to us and asked us, for, yeah, asked us for cigarettes after. Oh, okay. Was she outside? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember her disappearing. She went outside, yeah. All right. Yeah. She needed a breather. Yeah, you wore her out. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So speaking of, um, that's her. That would be her story. What the shit's your story? Um, (laughs) that was excellent. (laughs) I was born in San Francisco in 1988. My name is Kevin. (laughs) My name is Kevin. All right, Um, so we're going back up. Back up. Back up. What did you ask me? Oh, come on. So, Kevin. So, LT. <laughs> Tell us your story. Um, about my favorite show I've been to? Favorite show, memorable experience, whatever, whatever it was or is or could be. No, what it was. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> they could be. Let's bring John Bonham back and hear a Moby Dick solo in real life. That'd be there you the go. best show. There you go. Um, I think one of the best ones I've been to, um, I told you guys, John Moreland. This was probably about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. 
and it was at uh, Bowery Ballroom in Manhattan. <laughs> Manhattan? Manhattan? Yeah, Manhattan. <laughs> the best, my favorite island in the entire world. Um, you know, island life. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh I just almost spit out my drink. This is so, like, like, actually, almost spit it out. So thank you for that. Oh my god! I but remember yeah, I mean, you after this show coming into work and talking about it. So I can't wait to hear about it again. Yeah, I talked about it. I still like, and it's crazy. I found someone on YouTube who was filming it like randomly, like uh, three months later, and like I watched the video all the time because it was such a fucking good show. Um, so like, essentially it's, if you guys, do you guys know his music? He's like, kind of like, kind of like a country Americana singer songwriter kind of guy. But, I, um, I only know him from what you've told me about Yeah. Him. So like I was raised on like Led Zeppelin and Donna Summer. My parents, my <laughs> nice. mom is like super into like disco, like the trams, all that kind of stuff. And my dad is straight up like classic rock 100% through and through. Nice. So I like, and like, I still listen to that shit all the time. I listen to every time I listen to Led Zeppelin for it, like blows my mind that humans could create a record that fucking good. It's crazy. But it's like, I never really listened to like country or like folk shit. So like when I heard this dude, it like something clicked and it was like super late in life. I was like 27 or something. And like, it's insane. I just like never heard music that like spoke to me like that. So like seeing him, I was expecting, cause it's like, everyone gets like the, the like, um, the implications of like what country and folk music are like it's like racist shitty people doing songs about trucks and shit but (laughs) yeah um, i feel like that's like country stuff yeah yeah so like i went to the show and like this i'd read interviews with this dude and he was like talking about like other music that i like like kendrick lamar and like ceremony and it like his favorite record last year was the dusk in us or one of his favorite records oh, it's like, shit. Oh, we love record. that record <laughs> yeah it's fucking great and it's super weird he like this like dude who sings songs called like gospel and shit it's like do you like the dusk in us it's like dude that's fucking awesome so then like i went to his show and it was just insane it was like this dude who like is a cool dude like that i would like love to hang out with and like pick his brain about shit because he's infinitely cooler than me and, like, he's making music that, like, I really, like, like and didn't think that this dude would make. And then it's just, like, the musicianship and the craftsmanship was just, like, next level. So it was crazy. It was insane to see that shit. So what – so when you – did you go by yourself? Did you go with others? Um, um, I went with my homie Kirk. I think you've met Kirk before. Probably. Is it Kirk and Marion? Yep. Okay. I know them as, but like, was, together. Yeah, it was just Kirk this night. So okay. Marion. Yeah, and it's crazy. He he's not big into that kind of music. He likes um, like Shushu is like one of his favorite bands, mm-hmm. and so he just came with me because he wanted to go to a show. It's a very hop hops esque move. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, just because it's like, all right, you want to go that bad? I'll go with you. That's a good course. friend. Yeah, a good that friend. is a good friend. He's one of my best friends. And he, even after the show, he was like, "Dude, that was fucking crazy." Like, the shit that they... It was insane. Like, he would finish a song, and then there would be this, like, quiet drone that sounded like a church organ, and, like, with a ton of chorus and reverb. And then, like, everyone would stop applauding, and you would just hear this, like, quiet drone, and it just keep going, and then he would start a song in that key. It's like, dude, what the fuck? That's so awesome. It was so tight. 
So how did you get into him? How did you like, if you weren't um, really into country or folk, what, what brought him to you? I guess. So one of my buddies, Adam, you know, we, we've talked Big about cheese. him in this cast already. Yeah, he was in. I was in his. I was in the same band as him. Um, he is from Oklahoma, and he likes Oklahoma a lot. Oklahoma's tight. And I'm not getting paid by Oklahoma to say this, but Oklahoma <laughs> Big City. Big Oklahoma isn't sponsoring you right now. <laughs> Big Oklahoma okay. City and Tulsa are fucking awesome. Like 100%, you should go for a weekend. It's I had some of the most fun I've ever had. It's it's really rad. Um, nice. I want to go to uh, Prairie Ales. I think they're in Oklahoma. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, you should go. They're yeah. super. Everyone there's so nice. It's fucking awesome, and like. The dude from the Flaming Lips has his building in Oklahoma City. Like Wayne Coyne is his name, I think. Right? Yeah, that's the guy. And he like so. painted it, and it's like in the middle of Oklahoma City. It's like a normal city, and there's like this fucking crazy building with like neon colors and art and shit. And it's like, dude, this shit is so tight. This wouldn't fly in so many cities, dude. It's cool though. <laughs> but anyways, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, it's it's great, and they have really good queso there. <laughs> I so. didn't expect that one. <laughs> I know. I didn't either. Like, I thought it was, like, going to be, like, boiled, like, southern white people food. But, like, it, it's super close to... I, I tried hard not to offend anyone. Gringo right cuisine. Like, mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, like, super close to Texas. Like, Dallas is only a few hours away. So they have a shitload of Tex-Mex. That's, like, their thing there, which I had no idea at all. But it's, like... Every restaurant we went to, like, no matter what kind of food it was, they're like, queso was like an appetizer. I was like, dude, this is so tight. I could 100% get on board with this shit. Um, anyways, so he's from Oklahoma. So, <laughs> land of queso. <laughs> yeah, land of queso. Okay. Queso, Bill. Um, so, anyways, uh, John Moreland's from Oklahoma, and he was on, like, some this is the least cool story about hearing of like a band or something i wish i was like yeah dude i caught him when he was in like marin or san mateo a few years ago like before he got hella famous but um he was on colbert he was on the colbert show <laughs> i played a song <laughs> and my friend was like hey check out this guy from oklahoma who was on national tv last night so i i did and it was so <laughs> incredible <laughs> and like he did the tightest shit he played the song called Break My Heart Sweetly, which is off his record In The Throws. And he was on, like, he was touring for his new record, um, High On Tulsa Heat. And he played an old song on national, on his national TV debut, which is, like, so tight. It's like, you didn't play, like, your new single, dude? I don't know. I thought that was pretty... No, that is awesome. Pretty metal. For, uh... <laughs> That's so metal. Which actually, <laughs> yeah. side note. Um, metal apparently is going to be in the dictionary as an yeah. actual like that's so metal like a verb noun what would it be are you I'm kidding not good me grammar. adjective We're that's so tight until we hit it <laughs> one of those things so yeah yes. so metal anyway but, keep going um, sorry about that yeah so this dude John Moore he used to be in hardcore bands when he was like coming up and like that's his like past like hardcore metal shit do you know what so, like, band he was in I don't think he was in anything big I think okay. it was just, like, local bands in the scene and shit. And where is but, he? Um, Do you know where he's from? Yeah, he's from Tulsa. Oh, okay. Same as Woody Guthrie. Oh, neat. But, um, huh? That's cool. You think John Moreland's going to make his way to Coney Island, too? Yeah, I hope so. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Eat a Coney dog? Well, wait. Coney dogs aren't from Coney Island, right? 
Well, I think the hot dog started in Coney Island, and so everywhere else they're called Coney's. Oh. Yeah. It was like Fetimans, maybe, or I, f- I forget the name of it. Fentman's, something like that. They had a stand there, and um, that's, I guess, where the hot dog in the country started. I don't know. Something like that. But, yeah, it's weird because every time I travel and I see something that's like, oh, have a Coney. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> that was a good Skeletor. Yeah. That was like, I'm a... yeah. there we go. Yes. <laughs> that's your joke. that's the word that pisses you off mine is angelino i used to live in la for like five years and anytime i'd be like hey angelinos it's like die on a choking on a fucking marshmallow or something. Ah, what does yeah. that even mean the, the one that gets me is when everyone appropriates the word brooklyn for shit and then i get really oh, mad yes 100 percent brooklyn diner fuck that's you mine too. <laughs> oh like yeah, when yeah, people yeah. like oh like come to the like the Brooklyn ear that bar in Manhattan. It's like oh my god, like, I want to not. I want you to go to business. I don't know. <laughs> I, I want hope, you to go out of business. Yeah, if that had like no like, like, just go out of business. <laughs> yeah, I don't wish ill on the owners or anything, but it's like I just want that place to fucking be erased from the history books. It's <laughs> no. We should not have done that as people. I actually, I have to admit, now that we're having this conversation, I went to a place called Brooklyn Coffee in Soho the other day only because that was the closest place and I really needed but coffee. But here it's, like, different. I mean, okay. we were in, uh, like, I don't know, fuck, where were we recently? Maybe Michigan? And there was, like, a Brooklyn something, and I was just like, oh, why? No, why is this here? Like, I understand there's, like, a Brooklyn in other places. Like, there's a Brooklyn, Ohio, whatever. But... <laughs> Oh, hi. But when it's yeah, called there's like a Brooklyn about. diner, it's like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you close. I hope you <laughs> Brooklyn, Ohio is like some like chicken farm and like these people go to another one. They're like, damn, that is sure some Brooklyn shit I'm seeing around here. <laughs> <laughs> Golly gee whiz. <laughs> oh. Um, but Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Duba's in hardcore bands, and like I thought that was tight because like that's like the kind of music I like. And then he was playing this like other music that I like, and then just seeing him, I was like, dude, this is a fucking cool dude. Like he's covered in tattoos that are awesome, and it's like his interviews are tight, and like he was on CBS Morning America, and he was they're like, why did you never think you were famous? He's like. I don't know. I don't look like a famous person. And it's like, yes, dude, fuck yeah, that's so tight. <laughs> so, so is it is it that you like the the fact the country music, or is it more that he plays in a specific way that you are into because you're a musician as well? Um, I think what it what like really blew me away about the show is like I was discovering like this new style of like guitar playing. Like I like. Travis picking is like what it's called. And it's like this way of like using your thumb and like two or three of your fingers to like kind of just like arpeggiate the chords while you're singing. And like, I get like Blackbird is like probably the most famous example of like that style. So like, I'd always known how to play Blackbird. Like when I was a kid, my dad showed me that song. And like, I in my head had this like bar, like that's the level I needed to like learn how to play like instantly. Uh-huh. So like, I'd play that shit all day. Like, just <laughs> try it and learn it. And like, I could, I could, play it kind of it's i'm like i mean i could play it definitely but it's like no one it can ever play like paul he was legit as fuck paul's the man but um paul is the dude paul is just i got to see him this year and he played that 
Yeah. I, when I saw him, we played it too. It was insane. It was like, dude, what? Yeah, that actually, that's another. I've been to so many good concerts. I, it's hard to pick one. But, um, but so like, I like had forgotten about that style of playing for like a long time. And like, bass is probably more my primary instrument than guitar, which I'm like, find myself like switching over now, which is weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, so like, I had like this revisit to it. I listened to John Prine a lot when I was like, probably a year and a half before this concert or so. And so like, he does that style of playing. And I was like, trying to like, better my chops on it so like i came up i like i heard about this dude right as i was doing that and he's just like insanely good at it and he does like really beautiful like melodic like just the way he plays is insane and he uses only two fingers and like i've always been like enamored with guitar players that don't use all of their fingers or like play like like a teacher would teach like Django reinhardt uses two fingers so, like, to see a dude that, like, was way better than me using two fingers and, like, just playing beautiful shit seamlessly, I was like, this is awesome. And then I like the music on top of that. And I think he's a cool dude. And then he puts on a good show. It was just, like, a trifecta of, like, so much shit hitting at once. It was it was really tight. It's tight, yo. <laughs> tight, yo. I say tight so much. Like, I say tight as much as valley girls say like. I think. <laughs> that's fine you do you 707 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> no that's cool though i mean and and you were saying like oh i found out about him on because he was on colbert like whatever you're talking about but it doesn't really matter how you found out because yeah. the reason he was no, on yeah. there was that some more people could be exposed to what he was doing and you were one of yeah, those I people mean... that's why that happened period totally and it's you like you should just I've, be like yeah i saw him on cabaret and cabaret is awesome and so was this guy you yeah know? no it was, it was fucking awesome yeah it's yeah and like he there's always like it's really cool to find people like everyone and everyone in the history of the world like has a fucking record with them just playing guitar and singing it's like okay yeah cool awesome whatever i don't care <laughs> snore <laughs> yeah exactly it's like okay nice that's cool but like he on this one song he has break my heart sweetly which is probably one of my favorite songs ever recorded um he does this really like super interesting thing where he like does the guitar but like in two different channels playing exactly the same thing and it like has a little bit of chorus on it so it's like this weird it, it like feels like a John Hughes movie or something like this like nostalgia but like I don't know it's tight you should listen to it 100% before I sound like an idiot anymore talking about it <laughs> No you don't sound like an idiot No at all you no this is amazing You're making me want to listen to it period. It's so good I can't even I listened he... to that record Sorry No no does he sit on a stool while he performs or am I thinking about somebody else yeah, he does. He does. He's, okay, um, so yeah, I feel like I have like a visual. I've seen like pictures of him, but I've never actually listened to his music. But I, I was he the person who played the last show at Webster Hall? No, I don't think so. No, no. that was um. Oh god, what the hell's his name? Was it Action Bronson? Yes. Okay, so I'm just getting people messed up. But he does sit on a stool when he performs most of the time. Yeah, he does. Okay. 
Yeah. I and I don't know why that. that's what I know about him, and that's weird, but that's also me, that I know, like, s- random shit about people that, but I, I do know, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's another type thing. It's like, to see, like, I'm a chubby guy. You've met me before, LT. But um, to see, Wait, like, have a you dude... and Hops ever met? No. No. <gasps> Yeah, I know. It's a tragedy. The, okay, so the, like, when those worlds collide, something <laughs> insane is going to happen. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. I all hope, right. Uh, something I'm great excited. is going to happen. 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked. I can't believe you guys have never met. That's weird. Yeah, we tried no, to go to Duff's once. That didn't happen. Oh, that's right, because Kevin was being a punk. Jeez, Kevin. Yeah. No. But, um, God. All right. Sorry. Back to back to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, this Napoleon Dynamite impression is fresh now after like after the Eagles <laughs> win. Yeah. Uh, fly, Eagles fly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is how like. To victory. <laughs> I just said she's gonna stop it. She doesn't. Like, Here, go ahead. I'll get a beer. Fly, <laughs> score touchdown. One, two, one, two, three. Hit him low. Hit him high. And watch oh, those wow. Eagles fly. <laughs> Eagles fly on the road to victory. E A G L E S Eagles. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, All right, so I'm sorry we've deviated a lot from like the conversation we were on, but back to what? John John Moreland. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean. Does he do? He had a new record last year, also, which is really great. Does he just play straight? Huh? So does he does he like loop a lot of his stuff? No, oh, that's right. He just plays straight. So to see to be a chubbier dude and to see like a big dude, like play is like something you never see ever. So it was just so tight. And then like when he was on CBS, he was someone was like the dude was like, "Are you surprised by your fame?" Yada yada yada. And it's, he's like, yeah, because I don't look like a famous person. It's like, dude, fuck yeah. And then, like, GQ writes articles about him. Rolling Stone, like, said his record was, like, going to be, like, the the driving song of, like, the summer or some weird bullshit like that. But it was just tight. It was like, dude, fuck yes, dude. It was just so many things that, like, I want to see. In a... If, like, someone picked my subconscious brain and it was like, make someone you like a lot that plays music, it would be that dude. So it was like to see that in concert was fucking awesome. So I'm going to take this a step further because I know okay. you this well. Do you think that now that you've seen him and you witnessed that and you figured out this is something you love and this guy's doing it, is that something that you put into your own songwriting and your own, what your the own style that you're trying to develop? Yeah. I mean, it's shit's definitely an influence. I mean, it's, if anything it was kind of just like a, it was like seeing that other people do shit that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So like I had, I write differently now, definitely because of the music, not, not solely because of him, but just like the kind of music that in that genre that I like was like exposed to, like definitely changed my, like the way that I write and shit 100%. Like I, for the first time in my life, I'm like, I want a nice acoustic guitar. And, like, I, when I was a kid, I was like, fuck that. Like, I want a fucking SG or some shit. <laughs> but, like, now I'm like, I want a Gibson J40. That's, like, what I want now. And it's like, Six I don't see 12. that changing. String? Yeah. Six. Six. Do you mess with 12? 
Because you should. Um, yeah, I do. But it's like the, that's the, it's like when I'm a rich man after my records go triple platinum and I which, win every which Grammy, they will. <laughs> um, then that. I'll buy. Thank you. Then I'll, I'll buy, buy a fucking twelve string. You'll buy me a twelve string guitar. I mean, you can get one now. There. No, so I the... know, but it's like what? I... Go ahead. No, no, finish, and then I'll say what I have to say. Well, it's just like they're. I would use them like so so sparingly that it's like uh, I don't really need one. Okay. Well, I but will I say that my entire uh, childhood was this. The soundtrack of my youth is my dad playing twelve string, and that's what I oh. know, and that's what I love. And I remember just listening to him tune the guitar, but is ultimately still to this day one of my favorite sounds ever like that is it's so soothing it's so comforting to me to hear particularly my dad but anybody tuning a 12 string is just my favorite noise that and double bass on a drum yeah i mean two <laughs> those, those two it's things like... which are very different but um... i mean not really i mean double bass was started by a jazz musician that's not like a uniquely hardcore thing okay yeah. Thank you for that. With but Louis it, Belson, yeah. he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I want to ask you another question just because I know this is something that's part of your background that um, uh-huh. maybe people don't know. If they've heard your music, they may not know this is where it comes from. But you also are a huge classical music fan. Like yeah, probably that's I, more than anybody else I've, I know. That's what I studied in college, yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how that kind of shaped what you like now or what you play now or any of those yeah totally um yeah so i went to college i studied um like theory and composition that was my main focus um and i i did piano there as well i wasn't like a performance major we were just required to take lessons for a few years um so it like 100 percent has that's probably the biggest influence on how i write i mean just because i was like fortunate enough to to be at like a music school and have like teachers that were like dedicated to like helping the students like hone their craft and like teaching so much shit that like, like I had classes on like 20th century counterpoint where we just like study Bartok scores and shit like that. And it was, it was cool. I mean, and I definitely, I totally take, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. I'm not answering your question at all. Well, you're answering it in your own way. You are answering it. That was a polite directly, way of saying, which is kind of how you are. That was, so it's totally that was a polite way of saying you're not. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. You're, you're talking about the things that you're considering when you write. Right. You're talking about yeah, like so. how how that like that background has shaped what you do now. No, but but yeah. I but I guess more of my question was that you you are a classical music fan, and yeah. I feel like that's. <clears throat> not something that you and and i'm not i don't want to completely shut out everybody else but it's not something we don't really talk to a lot of people who that's something that they listen to on a regular basis you talk to a lot of people and they listen to like rock or they like rap or they like this like a lot of the time and you listen to classical music and you love it and you yeah zone out to it and that's your thing and i think it's interesting and i think it's awesome and i want to know about that and yeah like, well, what I mean, attracts like- you to that Oh, I mean, so much. It's like, I think I love, like, when I hear, like, for instance, I listen to, like, Rachmaninoff. I like Rachmaninoff a lot. Like, Shostakovich is probably my favorite composer. 
but like when you hear something that like i don't know it's indescribable it's like the way you like your dad's 12 string tuning it's like it's just like this experience it's like almost when you can hear what like someone is like thinking or you can hear how their brain works or something so it's like mm-hmm. when you hear like when i hear shots which is the end of his first symphony which is like one of my favorite like sounds of anything i've ever heard it's like you could hear that this dude was like 19 years old and you hear how his brain worked and it's like a time capsule or something i don't know it's like super cheesy to say that but it's like you can hear what this dude you can like hear this person and like then you get to hear how people interpret it and how people play it so it's just fascinating to me it's crazy and then it's like when you like have music that was like like by Bach or Telemann in like the Baroque period, it's like this shit is like hundreds of years old. Like this shit is from like the seventeen twenties. It's like, are you serious? And we're like people are playing it, it's it's crazy. It's I don't know, it's like we can hear that time period, I guess. And I don't know. That makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. It's <clears throat> but it's also like the beauty in that. And the totally. you know it's a little more, I mean, I don't want to say raw because I'm not saying that they had like less to work with back then or, but they didn't have the electronics that we had today. They didn't have, and it was just, it was in their head and they heard it and then they played it. Totally. And it was totally, that's what fascinates me also. It's like, like Stravinsky, he wrote the rite of spring in like, uh, his family was like supposed to be on vacation and he like holed up in a cabin and just wrote in a few days. And like when they like went in, there was like, he like turned the wall into like a score, like score paper. And like he wrote on the walls and shit. And it's like, just to like be able to hear, like, like, it's crazy when I write shit, I'm like on the guitar and singing. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Like, I think that's what I'm going to do. But like this dude was like writing for like, 70 instruments in his head it's like insane it, it, yeah. ba- it baffles me it's like superhuman it's crazy it's amazing that that translates because he was so like the fury of him writing that translates into like the first playing of that right and like everyone runs out of the theater <laughs> yeah no totally exactly yeah like it came across exactly yeah and, and that's that's like another... i've never heard anything like that before and that's what's so fascinating to me also it's like the idea that like people that's what it's like so many people like think classical music's like prissy and shit and it's like this music is like like that revolutionized the entire world like people were so offended by like the way that a violin sounded that they like fucking left an auditorium it's like are you serious that's crazy like (laughs) that's like the most punk shit i've ever heard in my entire life it's like these yeah, these dudes in tuxedos going to see like an orchestra and Stravinsky's like, oh, fuck you, sit on the fucking carrot and listen to my music. And they left. It's like, are you serious? Like, that is crazy. It's so awesome. It's so tight. <laughs> no, but you you were awesome. And thank you so, so, so much. Even though you were late, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll forgive you for that. You were amazing. Thank you. Thank and both I of miss you. you. Is, I miss you as well. And I can't wait to see you in very short time. I know. Period. I'm stoked. I'm 100% right. tight stoked. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> nice. yeah. Do Skeletor. All right. Oh, you do it. <laughs> well, we did it at the same time, so it was like Skeletor and Stereo. Stereo. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Poor Kevin's got to All right. Skeletor and Stereo. <laughs>
Whatever. Hey, he loves it. <laughs> You're fine. He's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. I'll talk to you like tomorrow or in like okay. an hour. Okay. All right. Have fun. All right. All right thank bye. you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Tales from the Pit. You can find bonus content on our website, talesfromthepitpod.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Tales from the Pit Pod. And if you have a story you want to share, drop us a line at talesfromthepitpod at gmail.com.